Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Man Cave 101 Podcast. Uh, uh, quick disclaimer, uh, this show is 18 and over. There will be drinking and there will be smoking. So put the kitties to bed. At 8 p.m. Right. At, at 8 p.m. At 8 p.m. Like I always yeah. said, a little bit of NyQuil don't hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, first topic of the day. Oh, first, everybody, if, you have, if you're new to the show, this is Aaron. This is Charles. Everybody say what's up. How you doing, guys? What's up? What's up? How's everybody doing tonight? Thank you for... Uh... Rock kicking it with us tonight. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. The first uh, subject in our podcast tonight will be our top three comics. Uh, the first comic that came out today, this week, Marvel has been having a hell of a week once again. They have not stopped giving news all, all day today, all day yesterday, all day before that. Before we get started with the top three comics, we always take a shot. This is the mm. way the show goes. We start our show with a shot. We're going to end it with a shot. So everybody, I salute. I don't have a shot in front of me, but I got oh, you. I'm the drink. But <laughs> cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. Oh, that'll knock the dust off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, comic books of the uh, arts. Man Cave's picks of the week are uh, first one is Wolverine Patch. Wolverine Patch is going to be a five issue miniseries. It also takes place after Wolverine number 31. Uh, there's also two first appearances in this book. It's going to be Chris, uh, Chris Nate Beth and Gimmel. Those are two first appearances. This is going to be a hot book to pick up. If you haven't picked it up yet, it's going to be. Most likely is going to be sold out in the stores. Also, um, Venom, Lethal Protector. We're going. We're coming back to Lethal Marvels, bringing back Lethal Protector. One of my favorite issues. Most Venom fans is is up there in the tops. And also, it's going to be also a five limited issue, uh, five limited issue comic book. And also, we're getting all praise to the Todd Father. He's coming back. He wrote, uh, I think, two issues of it. Not, the two issues, two issues are definite. We're waiting on the third to see if he's going to sign on to write for the third one. The next uh, goodie is going to be a really everybody's been talking about it is Star Wars, Darth Vader twenty one. It has a first appearance of uh, Moff Golden, Moff Garden. Mm -hmm. Believe me, it's it. It's a hard name to say. <laughs> That's why I hate about Star Wars names. They're always <laughs> the weirdest damn names <laughs> to pronounce. So Mark Garden is going to be a first appearance in that one. And for a 21 issue, and to get it that late, and it's also his first appearance on a cover. So that will be, so that is the books of the week. All right. Nice. So, all right. Our first. Our first combo will be that I'd like to bring up with you, gentlemen, is CGC, CBCS, pricing and grading. 
Um, and the thoughts on how has CGC been better or worse than CBCS? And which ones do you think should be ranked at the top? Um, mm. Charles, you can start off with that one. Well, I think that the um, what it comes down to is familiarity. I think what it is is that CGC is just more familiar when it comes to uh, comic grading. It's kind of the go-to for a lot of people. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, any particular company that has kind of um, positioned themselves in a, in, a, in a way where they're, you know, they're at Comic-Cons, they're at um, certain events in regards to comics, so people know their name, people know them. Um, I think the thing with CBCS is that a lot of people are just starting to get to know who this company is. Um, as terms of who is better, I mean, I know CGC has been having some issues as far as um, returns when people send out uh, their comics. I know people have been having some issues. I know that they've been trying to open up new, you know, headquarters in different places where they can kind of offset that and get new uh, hires and try to help with the overload of um, a lot of people that are looking to grade their comics and looking to, you know, um, you know, people have putting in a lot of work of putting their comics and in, in, in grading. And obviously we know that the the comic market as people buying comics has really increased over the last couple of years, especially through COVID, you know? So it's just a matter of uh, demand. And I think CGC is just, uh, you know, is, is trying to, un, uh, you know, trying to, uh, I guess, accommodate those demands. Uh, so as terms of who is better, I think that um, both of them have uh, pretty solid when it comes to grading, um, in my opinion. I just think that it's just a matter of that CBCS, a lot of people just don't know too much about about them. And, uh, you know, and I think that's one of the reasons why people are, you know, maybe citing more through CGC, you know, just in my opinion, just because of familiarity, you know? Right. Right. And all the news that's been coming out with them is it's been, it's been actually pretty fantastic. They're, mm -hmm. they're talking, they opened up the news, the new uh, facility. Mm -hmm. They hired about 50 new people, mm -hmm. but I'm hoping that their new facility, their, their other, they're, they're talking about a third, but it's a rumor. So I'm wondering if they're going to, have the of changing of the green label into a gold label because if you're paying for a uh, a COA, a certificate mm -hmm. of authenticity, and I send it into CGC, why can't I have a gold label? And mm -hmm. then also because just because the verify the uh, the person that verifies it ain't there, but you should also have a control on your COAs. Uh, how right. many? Because I know you, you're putting, you, you get a call only if you're a reputable, reputable, uh, reputable business. I mm -hmm. understand that. But also, if I'm paying, say, $100 for a signature mm -hmm. and your, your CGC rep is not there, but I have the call from the reputable business that does business with CGC, I just, I think that they're missing the ball right there. 
Because mm-hmm. if you have an account, if you're a reputable business and you have an account with CGC, you should be able, and you giving them COAs, and they are licensed to have COAs, and the person is actually there, and if they send it from, from the comic book shop to the CGC facility, they should be able to give you a gold label. Right. Because, and that's like the whole, that's the one thing that I, I it drives me nuts. That and purple labels. And that's the two things actually that drive me nuts with, with the grading and the, and the, and the looking of the CBCS of the, of the casing. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. CGC has been getting, everybody's seen the, the turmoil that's been going on with them getting callbacks and setbacks and comic books coming back and mm-hmm. cracked cases. It's just taking the time to put in that effort into that into the casing, into the covering, and not having hairs inside of I've been seeing a lot of horror stories on both, but it seems like CBCS has been taking more of the reins of fixing their issues. And CGC has just been like, okay, send it back, but it also take you another two months. Right. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. That's what I'm trying to weigh it in and out and uh, how could you be one of the top tier comic book grading companies and it's taken you two months to get everything out when you're opening up a new facility. Right. That's what's driving me nuts. Yeah. And Aaron, I know this is all new to you. So mm-hmm. once we go to once we go to Comic Con and I get you hooked on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time, right? <laughs> it's only a matter of time, yeah, we'll brother. We'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I already got a well, Thor 15 waiting for you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. All right. Um, all right. So that ends that topic. Let's hop into the news, which has been uh, actually the rumor corner. Let's hop into the rumor corner first. Okay. Of all the rumors that have been going on, I'm going to run them down to, my, to you guys. And just let me know what you guys think. All right. Sounds where, good. Where we actually have uh, Chase jumping in and joining us right now, Sue. So let's and, welcome it. Welcome in, Chase. Hey, what's up, man? K. What up? What up? What up? What's going what on, up, bro? All right. All right. What's going on? All right. We're, we're up to the news top, the news portion of the show. And you have to catch up, bro. You got to take a shot. Start drinking. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm already ahead of you. You have to take two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So we're switching the topics, everybody. Uh, another shot. Salute, salute. All right. So, like I was saying, I'm going to run down the rumors and you guys just let me know what you guys think. Mm-hmm. All right. Bella Thorne, she was stated of saying that she wants to play Lady Lady Deadpool. Yay the names, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, they they could do worse. <laughs> Does that? I mean, I don't know. I it, it doesn't really. It doesn't to me. It doesn't really tilt me in either direction. Like I'm not like I'm not a huge fan of it, but I'm also not completely opposed to it either. I, I kind of fall somewhere in the middle on her. So yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. It's it, it's kind of middle of the road. Like uh, maybe, but maybe not. You know. Right. Uh, so uh <laughs> put a doubt for now. Okay, Charles. 
I think I think she I think it's a it's an interesting this choice. I mean, I know that it's just a rumor, right? It's right. not set in stone. No. Um, but it's an interesting choice. I wouldn't mind seeing her as Lady Deadpool. You think that she I mean, obviously she would have to be um have chemistry with Ryan Reynolds. You know, that, and that's... can we and can we see those two because it ha- that has to work, you know, the chemistry part between them two. That's that, that's interesting because um, he had such good chemistry with I, who I, I'm sorry, it escapes me the name of the the real name of the the chick who played his girlfriend in oh, yeah. the Deadpool movie. But the yeah. chemistry between the two of them was just like so great oh, yeah. on screen. I think it's you know Marina I mean? Baccarin or something. I think yeah, I, I was oh, gonna yeah. say, but but their yeah. chemistry on 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 uh, you know. During that movie was amazing. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. that's going to be a huge part of whoever plays uh, Lady Deadpool if that is yeah. a real thing. So, and she kind of have to be a little zany, uh, right. just as zany as he is. So, right. exactly. If she, exactly. if she can, if she exactly. can pull it off, you know, mm-hmm. if, she, if she could, but uh, I don't know, man. I do not know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we have two people that's a pull. Okay, one person is actually. Was rumored, he actually said on the red carpet, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, he wants to play Deadpool just because he is short. <laughs> oh wait a minute, Daniel Radcliffe, the the guy from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. he yeah, wants Daniel to play. Radcliffe. He wants to play who again? Deadpool. Wolverine. Wolverine. Oh, Wolverine. Oh, oh, oh. oh, okay. Uh, he wants to play. He wants to play Wolverine because he's short. Yeah. So, Next. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I I will say this. I think I'm on record for saying in our first podcast, episode zero, that um, you know, the the original, uh, I'm sorry, Hugh Jackman, the original actor for Wolverine was phenomenal. But I would really like it if Marvel did go more of a comic book style Wolverine, in that him being shorter in stature, and like you know. Just a like a like a I don't like a muscly you know a little like muscle hamster you know what I mean like that type of thing <laughs> like 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 I, I would be I, I would be cool with with a comic book type route for the next one and and like Daniel Radcliffe like I don't know like <laughs> no like okay like you're I mean, short but that's about it I don't he know. looks like he looks like a Wolverine sure look at his you know have you seen recent pictures of this guy. Mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. He, he, like, so he, got the, he got the beard. He got the hair. The, hair, <laughs> the he got the like. He looks like he looks like Wolverine. D- did you just say he's so short? Don't you just say he's so short? <laughs> isn't isn't the the Wolverine one is five something? Well, okay, Wolverine, Wolverine is five that. feet. Like in the comic books, he's like five feet tall, literally. Exactly. He doesn't have the body of Wolverine. Is short and stocky. Right. Daniel Radcliffe is a thick. <laughs> I know it's like he's like he's like Wolverine before Wolverine. <laughs> it's no, like, it's Wolverine on crap. That's what it is. <laughs> that, that, that's what I say. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. let me put it this way. Again, it doesn't. Same kind of thing. It doesn't really like excite me if it if it would be if it would potentially be Daniel Radcliffe. But I could understand from a height perspective them going that route. So I do hope that's the route they go with with you know the MCU's Wolverine. It's like a shorter. You know, Shorters, short, yeah. short, stocky dude. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Just to like, it also gives you something different from Hugh Jackman. You know what I mean? So, but those shoes are going to be so hard to fill that's, for them, man. That's, 
Yeah, that that's really big hard shoes to try to fill. And I mean, at this point, Hugh Jackman has embodied that Wolverine mm -hmm. so like I just don't even it's gonna be hard to start seeing him in yeah. it, man. <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, you'd have to go, you know, completely young with a new generation and 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 and, and bring in, you know, you know, more Wolverine-like mutants, but you know, that's been done. I just don't, you know. It's gonna be rough. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be tough shoes to fill for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the, the other one is Pablo Schleiner from the the Halo series, the new one that just came out today. Pablo Schneider. I'm yeah, not familiar with the. I saw the uh, the first uh, opening scene of Halo today before I came on. Oh, how was it? Woof. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. Was fire. Yeah, man. So, the, okay, from the first, I'm just saying, spoiler, for the first 10 minutes, mm -hmm. great great acting, great CGI, mm -hmm. it looks Phenomenal. good. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It okay. looks good. Yeah. All right. I, I wouldn't have can, can I just point something out, and I'm just, maybe it's me being like a nitpicky person. What's up? Pablo Schreiber is six foot five. <laughs> yeah, I know. How, how how is your Wolverine gonna be taller than your Thor? That's illogical. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make. Yeah, it's, it's illogical. I'm I'm serious. I'm I'm not even. It, it's no, just, he, I didn't realize how tall he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he wants to play the. He, he, he was. No. He, he, this is the rumor. They actually sat down and talked to him that he wanted to play uh, X Men '92 Wolverine. No, he can, no, he can play an X Man, but not Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, that's what they, that's what they, that's yeah, what is rumored that they have been talking about that they want him to play Wolverine. That he was, he was acting, he was, he was in talking, talkings with Marvel about Wolverine. I feel and like, cor correct me if I'm wrong, the only member of the X Men that's actually anything somewhat tall is Colossus, and he's Colossus. basically CGI. Yeah. Well, so. actually, <laughs> Colossus and Storm is actually tall, but I don't think you can play Storm. That, that's what I'm, yeah. Or uh, have him be uh, Sasquatch from Alpha Flight. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Have him be that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good move. That's yeah. a good look. That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. That is He's definitely a good look. And let him, do that whole, tall, dude. let him do that whole, like, uh, remember back in the day, the $6 million man when uh, Andre the Giant dressed as Bigfoot? <laughs> Yeah. Let us do that, you know. <laughs> but I don't get it. All right. Uh, the next rumor is WandaVision is not getting a second season. I think it's confirmed already today. Mm -hmm. But she already well, signed with Marvel for another five years, supposedly. Yeah, I I, I honestly think that um, it, it's the right move. Um, I think they got away with it once. I don't think you can get away with it twice. Right. I myself almost stopped watching it in the second episode when I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Um, and at this point, it's, it's just got to take a different angle in order to go, you know, for it to go higher. So, you know, it's not like they're getting rid of her. So, but yeah. Exactly. Exactly. What do you guys yeah. think? I, I mean, I, I think so. Obviously, everybody heard that she signed a big extension with Marvel and she's going to be around for the next couple of years, right? There's going to be a lot of 
ramifications for Wanda's character following the Doctor Strange movie. Like, we don't know what's going to happen to her. Like, there obviously there's rumors all over the place about she's the she's the bad guy, she's being controlled, this, that, and the other thing. So I think, I mean, essentially at this point, you have to think that Wanda's going to be the introduction to mutants, even though we haven't been allowed to hear the word mutants. Right. So, like, you have to think that she's going to play that part and that her children will eventually play a part in Young Avengers. Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody here. Right. Yeah. Young Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, White Vision is still out there. So, like, there's no, you know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily think that ending the show is a bad thing because I think this was really like a one time deal how the show was was made. And it was, I enjoyed it for what it was. I know a lot of people didn't like it it was like their least favorite of the shows that have come out so far i enjoyed it um but i i just think we're gonna see her more in movies alongside her kids and then she'll play a big part in the mutant introduction down the road probably if i had to guess yeah. what you got charles yeah i think that um you know as far as them not renewing the second season i mean i enjoyed the first one i enjoyed it for what it was it was kind of like a throwback to all the shows i used to watch the i love lucy's the dick van dyke show and right exactly all the 80s shows family ties all that stuff that used to come on so it was kind of like a throwback thing for me um and it was artsy it was different it was fun but marvel's known for doing that they're known for going outside the box just to be so they're not you know so people don't get feel like they're repetitious you know so They're known for doing that, but I do think that um, they got something in store for Wanda that's going to be mm-hmm. be beyond a series. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of feel like she, if they if they got her signed up for five years, and obviously um, she she was okay with it, she probably already know. They probably sat her down and said, "Hey, this is what we're going to do with this character," and she's probably on board. So we're probably going to expect some really big things from this character, from Wanda. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so she signed that extension, bro. And after this, I think she's going to be a, play a very intricate part in the whole Doctor Strange and going forward. Because mm-hmm. I get me to not to, I think she's like the, I think there's only one other person that signed an extension this year, right? I, I was just looking up. I think the only person that has as long of an extension as she does, like as far as a time frame right. in the MCU right now, I think it's her. And then I think it's um I was looking it up real quick. Hang on. I know Chris Hemsworth signed, I think he signed yeah. an extension, but I don't know for how long. I don't think it's as long. Right. And then I think I, it's only two years, I think it is right. Like, and then I yeah. think Benedict Cumberbatch signed a similar extension to Wanda. Yeah. So for Doctor Strange. Yeah, because they're they're yeah. with this movie, they're gonna they're looking at blowing up ridiculously. Well, well listen, ridiculous. if if the rumors are true of a Marvel Illuminati, um, Doctor Strange obviously plays a big part in that moving forward, right? I, I right. mean, we don't know for sure, but that's whatever. That's you know everything that's. So I would figure he's gonna play a big part in the end. He should. He's a huge part of Marvel in general. So yeah. exactly. I mean, exactly. And I um, like Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I think he plays. I think he plays a phenomenal Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. So the the next uh, rumor that came out this week also was uh, we had a supposed a supposed fourteen second clip of uh, Craven the Hunter, and he's uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. 
mm-hmm. is supposedly playing him. And the, the clip was basically, let me break it down to you, it's just him hanging on the side of a truck. Oh. Okay, so what do you guys think about him playing the role? And do you think that Sony's going to actually do it right? I, I was literally going to ask, is it is it Sony who owns Craven though? Right? Yes. It's yeah. unfortunate. It's yeah. really unfortunate. So what do you guys uh, think? Well, what? Well, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he'll necessarily be a bad Craven. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think because I had other people in my head for for that character. Um, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he'll do bad. Um, they can, they can do a lot worse. Um, now Sony, yeah, you just don't know what you're gonna get sometime with them, mm. and that is the problem. You know. Yeah. Uh, they tend to go middle of the road. They want to do a family special type of thing. Um, and they're not really big on authenticity when it comes to these characters. And, and that's a problem. Right. You know, so, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I I don't necessarily say that he's not going to do a bad job um, because we've been surprised by so many people taking on a role of a character that we could never foresee them doing a great job and they and they hit it out the park, um, but it will it will be interesting to see like where is this going to go as far as character development? Where is it going to begin? Who's you know um, who's the director um, of this movie? Um, I don't even know if that's what I'm saying. It's in the rumor um, mill, so I, yeah. So I don't know anything confirmed. I mean, yeah, I think. There's nothing been confirmed. They've just been this just been popping up with different video footage, yeah, of, of him dressed up in the uh, the hunter uh, unit costume. Also What's him, yeah. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't it it fits. Don't get me wrong, it fits. But I always thought maybe Jason Momoa would fit better. Yeah, he's, he's used to playing those huntering kind of big brawling roles. And if you haven't seen C on Apple TV, you're you're doing yourself a disservice. I I don't I don't I mean I don't think I would hate Jason Momoa in the role necessarily. I just to me the only thing that's really like like I'm confused because I get that Sony owns the property, but there were so many rumors about Craven being Toby Maguire uh, not Toby Maguire Tom Holland's next villain, right? Yeah. So like, and that was like before no before No Way Home became like a, a thing. Like people were saying that was like nearly right. confirmed that he was supposed to be the villain. So now like Sony's taking it back and they're gonna do a solo film. Like, I I mean I I don't know. I don't know. It's like, a, like, it's or, a or, yeah, but it's, like maybe I I don't know. Like maybe he. I mean, hear me out. Maybe. Maybe Sony's got something planned for Garfield. Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. No, I'm saying like Garfield and Craven as opposed to Tom Holland. Ooh. Thoughts? I mean, they can... I mean, they can go that route if they wanted to go, like, say, have different versions of Spider-Man movies and just kind of have that 
because Tom Holland has solidified himself in the MCU so much that to have him in a solo away from the MCU is just going to be weird. Right. So I think that with Andrew Garfield's character, Spider-Man, he's already been in a solo and people are used to him, you know, and I don't think he don't mind being, a, I mean, he's like 36, seven or something like that, I believe. Um, but I don't mind him. I don't think he minds doing another Spider-Man movie and uh, against a Craven, a Hunter. Um, I just don't know what story they're going to tell. Like, what is going to be the story? Because why would Craven? It would make sense to him to go after, like, maybe Tom Holland, Peter, but right. not. Why would he go after Andrew Garfield, Peter? Right. I, so, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's that that's that's the part that I don't understand. And not for nothing, like I t- I had this conversation with uh, with Leo and Abel the other day. Um, Sony's going to get me to see Morbius, and if Morbius is bad. They've gotten my last fifteen dollars to see a Sony movie in theaters. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking when I say that because, like, at this point, like Sony, Sony took so many characters from me and just like threw them in the garbage. Like, how how is it possible that Venom is where it's at? How is it possible that Carnage was basic? I haven't seen Venom versus Carnage yet. Mm-hmm. Let there be Carnage. Yeah, but I true. heard, I heard that it was like not any better than Venom. So at that point. Then you know if you're gonna take another if, if if Morbius is bad, and now you're telling me Sony's gonna take sit there and take and control Craven, I, I'm kind of I'm done. Like I'm out. I, I'm not. I don't care. I'll stick to the MCU. Like I'm good. I, I don't. And, I don't care enough. And this is the distrust that I said. You know, these Sony is a company that, you know, they want to do a family show. You know, they the, right. the, the movies got to appeal to all audiences, which means that you're. You're not gonna get too much violence, and you're not gonna get, you know, too much superpowering, and you know, there's, there's got to be a love theme somewhere in it. Which you know, just um, the irony is, is this is what a lot uh, of what happened uh, to hip hop in the '90s with Sony. Artists that went to Sony didn't do well because they wanted middle of the road everything, and you know, they would only sign these pop acts that got like one single, and they would disappear. Right. And, um, you know, so unfortunately, it's like it's hit or miss mm-hmm. um, for for Craven or Hunter. Uh, I don't know. That's this. You know, the, I, the, I wish the so, I, alone. I wish Sony would stick to what they do best. And that's making Spider-Man video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's a that's, fact. That's that's about that's, the only thing they do right these days. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's let those guys make the movies. <laughs> Exactly. It's this, it's, it's this, to the point that this, they're not even trying anymore. This is a work of art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, that was. All right. So that's it for the rumor mill. Let's go to the top news. The top news. Uh, first one. The woman that I'm very passionate about, Uh-oh. Angela Bassett. Hey, yo. She goes on the Ellen DeGeneres show looking fantastic and claims that Black Panther (laughs) (laughs) and claims that Black Panther 2 is going to be better than Black Panther 1. All right. Tell me what you got. (laughs) I'm never going to argue with a black woman, so if Angela (laughs) (laughs) says it's going to be the better than than (laughs) I think the one thing we gotta remember here is that um, Angela Bassett is 
way over as a seasoned actress. She has been in everything. She has carried movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so if she says this thing's gonna be better, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what she says in the story because I mean, listen, if you've seen, you know, Stella got a groove back. If you've seen her just on 911 alone, she knows yeah. what, what a good movie is. So I, I'm gonna go with you know whatever she says. All right, Charles. Uh, I think that, you know, I, I kind of agree with Chase. I think that if she feels that it's better, and I don't think she's trying to discredit anything regarding the first movie. Right. I just think that it's they probably took the the spiritual essence of that first movie and amped it up more. And obviously, there's going to be some tribute. There's going to probably be some emotional connection with this film you know, for us as the audience. So that's probably where she's going with this because obviously since, you know, the, you know, unfortunate situation with uh, Chadwick not being with us anymore, um, we're going to feel that watching this movie right off the bat. So I think that that in its own, you know, in its own right, in its own self, is going to be something that's going to really tug at our heartstrings as audiences, so I gotta think that Angela Bassett is, uh, you know, she's probably right. The queen that she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested to see the direction of Black Panther moving forward. Um, obviously, we've heard tons of rumors they're not recasting T'Challa, which thank you, Marvel, for not recasting T'Challa if that is the case. Um, we've heard Shuri possibly taking over the mantle we've heard everything clearly from that quote that she said on the ellen show right ellen DeGeneres show i think um from that quote that she said she knows more about the movie script than she's than marvel will allow her to say obviously right so for her to say that like she loves the direction that it's going i think that speaks volumes because black panther was such a it, it was it was I don't even know what, what words to put. It was like a, it's like a it was culturally it, it, it's, groundbreaking. It's, it's a culture. It's a culture. Yeah. yeah, it's a culture culture groundbreaking movie. That's a good way to put it. Um, so I I just think that for her to say that this one's going to be better and to see how they continue that franchise on is going to be, uh, you know, I can't wait. Honestly, what November is that what we're talking about? November. Yeah. I mean, yeah. November. Yeah. I'm definitely into that I'm one. In. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, video game news. Uh, Suicide Squad kill, uh, uh, what? Kill the Justice League. Kill the Justice it, League. It, yeah, it got pushed back to 2023. Push it off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I don't know what's going on with DC. We're gonna get more into it. I don't even want to indulge into this one because that's just garbage what, uh, what if what if suicide squad is just like sony and the fact that they can't make a good movie but they can make a great game <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying I, I, i'm just saying nothing's out of the realm of possibility yeah dude it is not well, like it's by rocksteady right rocksteady yeah. uh rocksteady right? yeah. so they, they built they do all the arkham city games yeah. batman yeah. games those, yeah. those games are good yeah the arkham uh, city are great 
Those games are good. It might be, you know. Just saying, that know. game might be that game might be really good. But the that game might be better than year? that game might be better than both movies combined. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, okay. So also, st- uh, Stranger Things, uh, say, uh, Stranger Things season four. The pictures came out for the for the new season. No, I, and they I didn't look, see that. Yeah, dude, they look great. Wow. They look so old, man. I just remember watching them when they were younger. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, these, are, these kids just freaking grew the hell up so quick. Right. Okay, guys, don't kill me. What's up? However, I only saw season one of Stranger Things. Oh, I'm in the same boat. I love the show, but I only saw season one. I only saw season one. I have to see. I have to get on season two and three. Yeah, I caught up with it. I caught up with it just this uh pat just a couple weeks ago. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But it I just it, it's it's good. I just have to go back and like watch season two and three. Yeah. Cause I haven't done that yet. But it's mm-hmm. real I actually I'm probably gonna have to rewatch season one because at this point I've <laughs> not, I've not I've knocked so much stranger things out of my head with anime. <laughs> 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 oh my god. All right. The next news is uh Peacemaker loses his actor due to conflict, uh, uh, creative differences. Chris Chernard, the guy who plays Vigilante, uh-huh. he left the show. What do you guys think? Thank you, Bridget, for the great show comment. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, I mean. <sighs> He was a pivotal exactly. part of the show. Exactly. He was, he was, I mean, and it's so funny because I don't, I didn't read a lot of Vigilante comics. Right. Um, but I do know the character. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, totally, totally knowledgeable about the character, but I, I have to say that his part in this show was, was fantastic. I love the, I love when he, you know, he gets into the he goes into the jail scene. He sits with the uh, the Aryan oh, yeah. nation is, and I love some, some of his sequences. Even the beginning sequence when he's in the window, and Peacemaker's like, "What are you doing?" You know, and that whole sequence like back and forth between those two. Like I I I, I don't see them doing that with you know having that type of uh, energy with uh, the any of the other characters except for him. So unless they're bringing in somebody else different that has that same type of aesthetic uh, relationship, but it's he's going to be missed. You know, he was one of the favorite, my favorite things about the show. To tell you the truth, me uh, personally, Peacemaker. It was, for me, the show was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to put it lightly, it was mm-hmm. a waste for me. It was a it was a waste of time mm-hmm. because. I'm sorry, I'm out of high school. I don't need high school style jokes. I and this is just this just proves it to me that DC, even when they think they have a hit show, they still can't do something right. Just because you can't keep the one of your main characters, you can't keep them on the show because you're going. It's either it's either two things. It could be two things. Either it is creative differences or money. Mm-hmm. Could be. 
could be money. Money moves, money goes all the way around with this thing because DC has been known for for slapping off with the money. So that's what I'm thinking. Aaron, what you got? I'm not watching the show, and you can't make me. <laughs> I, I'm not giving that show a moment of my time. I don't care. Yeah. I, no, not doing it. In the words of Mr. Miyagi, my input. In the words of Mr. Miyagi, left side of the road safe, right side of the road safe, middle of the road squash like grape. <laughs> Bridget gets it. If they want, like, if you're gonna make a, if you're gonna make a zany movie, mm-hmm. make it zany. If you're gonna make an action movie, make it action. The minute that you try, start trying to mix zany with action, you're gonna get trashed. This thing reminded me of the old Benny Hill shows that used to come on in the early 80s. And it was just like crackpot humor. It, 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 it was terrible. And listen, there, there is nothing worse than a, a guy who's completely jacked and he's just dancing and just like like who the hell wants to see that? Not I. Not I. Like just it's, ah, it's terrible. The 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 characters are terrible. The the, I mean, it, it was just ah, oh, just forget it. Just push it off the cliff. Scrap it and start over again. No, don't even start. Just scrap. Don't it. even start over okay. again. Please. Okay, scrap it. I'm in. <laughs> just scrap it. Well, they said that they might have um, what you call it, uh, Black Adam, The Rock, Meet Peacemaker, John Cena. Uh... How much cheesy? I love The Rock, but how much cheesy can you put on the screen at the same point in time? Like, <laughs> just, just, just throw Vin Diesel in and just have him say "family" a bunch during the scene when they're fighting, please. Yeah, I don't know. If you watch it, you better be lactose intolerant. That's, 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 I hope that's not a thing. I will. I will never, I will never watch a DC movie again if that happens ever. Oh my god! Oh, okay, all right. Let's. Uh, oh, Marvel is developing Nova. Yes, yeah, it's about time. It's about time. <laughs> the the fact that they did Guardians of the Galaxy before they did Nova kind of bothered me. Yeah, it, it just it just kind of bothered me. Really? Well, it I'm, makes I'm, sense I'm for the Thanos. I'm a Nova fan. I, I'm, okay. I've, I've been a Nova fan from <laughs> way back. Okay, that's fair. The fact that they did Nova for they didn't do Nova first kind of kind of bothered me because his his place is actually um, to me even above uh, Captain Marvel. Like, yeah. We don't we don't speak of that name. Nova. What you got, Charles? No, I think that uh, I think it was. I think it's definitely about time. I love Nova as a character. Um, the intergalactic. I mean, I remember when the ga- the Guardians of the Galaxy was first announced, and it was supposedly supposed to be Marvel's first flop. And I remember people were saying that it was like, "Oh no, this is this is going to be it. Marvel's <laughs> not going to come back from this one." Um, but they, you know, they they hit it out the park with the Guardians, with the Cold Groot, Rocket Raccoon, and all of them. And I guess with Gamora, with her being tied to Thanos, you know, that's his daughter and all that stuff. So that storyline to kind of connect to uh, 
you know, and then opening up the door for the collector and all these other, you know, characters and kind of, you know, kind of a way to introduce the intergalactic, the same way Iron Man introduced the Marvel period. You know, Iron Man okay. was a smart decision for them to open up with because during the time when Iron Man 2008, you know, technology, glamour, everything that was going on at the time, it made sense to start with him. Let's start with right. someone ground level before we go into the Thors and go into super soldiers and go into intergalactic right. stuff. So just to get people's, you know, mind ready for what they were looking to do. So Guardians was their first attempt. And I think they probably would have started with Fantastic Four if they had them, but yeah. they didn't. But Guardians and James Gunn and just having that, you know, Z, uh, sort of zany characters, misfits all together, and then the soundtrack, you know, with uh, Star Lord. Soundtrack of soundtrack. that movie. Yeah. Ooh. James Gunn just hit it out the box. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so. that's... yeah. That soundtrack of that movie took that movie to a different level. Hello. I think, I think, um, I think from what I heard, if, I, if what I heard is correct, the same person who's writing Moon Knight is also writing Nova. Yes. From what they're saying, right? Yes. Um, so I think once we see Moon Knight and the direction that that went, we'll get a better idea of like how, not necessarily how Nova's going to be scripted, but like the idea that, you know, the writer might want to go, at least it'll show us, right? So sure. I think um, that's going to be cool to see because all the early indications of people who got to watch Moon Knight early uh, seem to love it. So if that's the case, like, listen, I'm, I'm in for a Nova story. Um, I have... So I have two questions for you guys then in regards to Nova. Okay. Do you, would you prefer to see Nova in a Marvel series or in a movie first? I'll, I'll lay that one out first. For me, definitely movie. Okay. Definitely movie. Okay. Definitely I, I think movie. Because it's an origin story. That's all I'm yeah. saying. So like Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you know yeah. you, you know my rule. You got to fit through the origin story. It is what it is. Nova's origin story is actually pretty um interesting i don't think it'll be a boring origin story um the fact that most people probably don't even know who the hell nova is will just help because then they'll get educated um yeah you know and you know i wouldn't uh, some some cameos wouldn't hurt but you know i, I can go right for the movie okay charles i think it would work as a i think as a movie, movie. i think a big budget okay. film um, I can see myself, you know, in the theater right now with my mom and okay. just enjoying, you know, just enjoying the film. And, um, you know, uh, they, I think Nova needs, needs that, you know, um, they just have to market it, which they normally will, you know, Mar Disney, Marvel, they pretty much know how to market their characters. I mean, even Captain Marvel, which I know you guys don't really care for. She made a billion dollars. So it makes <laughs> she made a million dollars. <laughs> if I had a million dollars, <laughs> a billion dollars, I'm sorry, a billion. But um, but I think Disney and Marvel, they've they've made, you know, they've they've done well with making sure that they market their characters. And so I think uh, I think it should do well in the theater. I think it'll do well in the theater. Yeah. yeah, what do you think? Movie? Yeah, theater for me would be it would be great. Okay. I just want I just want to see because in the theater if in a six part series, I understand that you want to test something. Right. But 
the true fans of Nova will do deserve an origin story in the theaters with it. Yeah. Yeah. So my second question then would be, if you had to make an early prediction, do you think we start getting Nova bombs? <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, <laughs> Nova bombs in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 or the Marvels? Ooh. Both. 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 Yeah. They've both. already introduced the Nova, the Nova core in yeah. Guardians 2. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah both. Yeah. You were yeah, both. In both. Because they, 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 they essentially cross in, in, in story. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of impossible to not, you know, especially now that you've done Endgame and, you know, Captain Marvel's showing up, the Guardian Galaxies is, is, is in there. So once you introduce Nova, like, he's kind of central to their character and their story in the timeline. So, you know, right. how could yeah, it not I mean, be hope? I mean, that was my thought. Again, I don't I don't know as much about Nova as probably you guys do. Um, I'm really going to be primarily introduced once I start doing some research on the side. But my thought, just, again, just a general thought was Nova's in space. He's definitely going to either encounter the Guardians and or Captain Marvel at some point in time. So I thought about those two movies coming up, and I was like, he's they're probably going to start dropping hints at him here and there in both those movies if I had to guess. But because Marvel is one thing is great about Marvel, the anticipation. They leave mm -hmm. always leave you wanting for more mm -hmm. and more and more and more. Remember, we it took us ten years to get the Thanos. And when that came, it ruled the journey. world. What a journey. <laughs> that was a journey. A journey. Yeah. And I'm here for another journey. <laughs> I expect these journeys to probably speed up though. Now that now, <laughs> that, now that everybody's caught mm -hmm. the bug, I would expect these journeys to go a little bit faster. I expect them to probably you know start showing up every three years. You know what I mean? Because uh, now everybody Not knows. Me. Give, me knows <laughs> Give me five. Everybody has their favorites. Well, as these things start compiling, and now you got this whole multiverse thing going on, ex expect it to go a little bit quicker. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, the last thing in the news today, which everybody's going to love, uh, the deleted scene from the Batman. Oh, uh, I didn't check. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't know we were doing this. Yeah, we're doing this. We're okay. going into this bag. I, I'm I'm very curious what you guys have. To, I'm going to let you the guys go first. The deleted? Wow. The deleted scene from the Batman. All right, who wants who wants to take the knock at it? Or you want me to just to demolish this movie now? Now I mean, what was it? Now what was it? Now what's the what was the deleted scene? I'm so sorry. I it's look up. So just do a just do a or do a Google search for Batman deleted scene Joker. It'll come right up. Okay. It'll yeah. Come right so, up. It's it's, it's, it. it's it's literally thirty seconds. I got it. All right, Chase, you go first. Um, so ironically, <laughs> what would probably be the most interesting part of this movie got deleted. <laughs> uh, the whole, the, I mean, I think what, what really kind of kills me is the Joker in this movie is a lot more interesting than the Riddler and a lot more true to fashion than the Riddler. 
And even in this just deleted scene where they're just having this conversation, um, you know, I don't care what story you ever write, Joker and the Batman story is kind of forever. It's yin and yang, no matter what you do. It is forever because no one knows him. No one knows Batman as good as the Joker. And that whole that whole dialogue could have been the entire movie, as far as I was concerned. You didn't need to do Really, there's a sidebar to this thing. Sidebar. But I think what they tried to do was they said, well, that's a little bit too much focus on the Joker, and that's why they cut it. But, you know, go figure. <laughs> All right. Uh, Charles, you finished watching it or no? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just I just saw I just saw some of it, and um, it's interesting. Um, you know the con the the conversation with Batman and Joker is always going to be interesting. Um, as far as you know, everybody's always waiting for that for for Batman to uh, uh, come into confrontation with the Joker. Um, you know, for me, I I didn't have a problem with the Riddler. I thought that what they did was uh, pretty interesting about the, you know, uh, the concept of what he was trying to do and trying to go after the big and powerful and the elite. Um, and, you know, kind of taking a little bit from, you know, certain stories like the long Halloween and, and, uh, and right. uh, you know, some of those, uh, you know, darker detective Batman stories and stuff like that with these characters, because I feel like in this world, uh, I feel like that they can kind of go into the hush. They can go into the killer crocs. They can kind of go into some of those other villains that we haven't yet seen yet. Um, you know, so I kind of feel like it's kind of good that they didn't put the Joker in, you know, because we had so many Jokers over the past several years, over the last 10 years, we've had so many Jokers. So I kind of like that they didn't put them in there so to speak, and kind of saved them a little bit, you know, um, because we know what's coming. It's inevitable. Like Thanos says, it's inevitable. Right. So I, I think, it, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I would think that they would probably be added as a uh, extra, like an end credit. They should have did it as an end credit, you know, or something like that. You okay. know, so. Are you, are you are you gonna torch it, Leo? Or do you want me? Do you want me to go and then you can torch it? Yeah, you can go ahead. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I, I'm 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 gonna be honest with you, I I didn't hate this this scene, and I didn't I didn't care that it was deleted. I because hear me out, I, and and I spoke my piece on this movie last week, right? Like I I honestly this this was just a meh batman movie to me that's how I w i've told anybody about the movie it had good parts it had bad parts it had cringy parts all that but when i watch this scene um i like the fact that we're not getting a repeat joker so to speak i don't know if you guys agree or disagree with that point but i like the fact that we're not trying to copy the joaquin phoenix version of the joker we're not trying to copy the the um Heath Ledger. Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Thank you. We're not trying to copy the Heath Ledger Joker. Um, we're we're going a different route. This was more of a of a this like if, if you look at the scene, 
he's very um like his face is kind of blurred but you can see like he's super scarred up almost like he didn't do it to himself like almost like he either has like an illness or something like that you know what i mean like like i i feel like they're going a different direction with this joker that that Mm -hmm. if i had to guess is probably going to lead to like either a series or something like that I, i don't really know but um i actually didn't hate the fact that it was left out of the movie either because i feel like it it tells you that something is going to come of this whether that's a movie or um a series at some point and um i actually i i the guy who did the acting for the joker i actually i was i was sitting there i was like i was like it's kind of maniacal like this is this kind of twi-. like i looked at it i was like it's kind of twisted like i'm in i mean i have i said my piece about robert pattinson last week but they're going to give him some sick, twisted villains to go with his storyline. I think it's only going to aid in the meh Batman that he is. That's all I'll say. All righty. Come your ears, children. <laughs> all right. This is what I got to say. I got I wrote down a little couple little things. <laughs> Why is the Batman, the greatest detective, asking the Joker to solve the riddle? Question number one. Hold on. Why does DC have to make a movie two times to get it right? That's number two. I'm sorry to cut you off, Leo. We also have um, when we have when DZ joining us for this for the future Spider-Man conversation. He could jump in on Batman too if you want. All right. (laughs) Yeah. What's up? What's up? All right. So we're talking about. Just a recap, I'm about the Batman deleted scene. Uh, the third question that I have is why the darkest movie, the darkest part of this whole fucking movie, and in the fucking deleted scenes? It doesn't make no goddamn sense that you have the best scene in the fucking movie. There's only two good scenes in, this, in my point of view. There's only two good scenes in this movie. It's when he's talking to the Riddler in jail and when he's talking to the Joker in jail. But we didn't get the Joker because the Joker would have outshined the whole cast. That's the only reason why we didn't get the Joker. And you're such the greatest detective mind that we have. How the fuck do you ask the Joker to help you. Like, he's going to help you. You had Alfred answer the damn question already in the movie. So why even show the damn deleted scenes? Just bring it out to the DVD. So I'm going to... If I have to buy the the damn Batman uh, fucking DVD and look at the deleted scenes to get a decent movie, and I'm talking about decent, not even decent, a mad movie, (laughs) like Harris said, Meh. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Joker, his mannerisms were right. His face was right. His hands was right. You got to remember, this guy, they, if this going by year two and they, they're trying to take a different path, why does he look like he fell into the tub of acid? I, I also, I don't want to cut you off, but I also found it interesting that uh, basically he alluded to in that scene that Batman arrested him a year ago. I was, Thank you. I, I, I was I was like, so this novice Batman caught this guy already. This is what this is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this it, 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 it was weird. Like I found that weird. That's what I'll say. 
This depressed Batman caught the Joker. That Joker. <laughs> unless, unless. That's the weird. Part. Unless he wanted to get caught because Joker does that. He does. He does. That this is true. He true. does that. He wants. True. Sometimes it's all part of the plan. One day you're on top, <laughs> and the next you're a clown. <laughs> yeah, but still, the thing is, you have this Joker, right? Great, great scene. Why not put it in the movie? Don't overshine Riddler. Right. Don't overshine everyone. Riddler. Not yeah. Riddler. The storyline. He would have overthrown any impact Riddler had in the movie. Because honestly. And, and also, he, he, in that scene, he, he, he played a. He could have been Batman. He didn't he tell, tell him anything. He didn't took over the movie. He, 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 he would have took over the whole movie. Bro, that's the saying, problem. He, Wait, he he didn't he didn't give Batman any information. He didn't help him solve the riddle. Exactly. He said he was a fan. He said Holly must be a fan. Exactly. He didn't he, say anything. Exactly. He gave him another. Is, he gave him a haha. But the, the, the <laughs> that scene that scene alone was better than he, his whole Batman movie. If if you have to understand, all right, I. I I'll let you finish, but just hear me out from my perspective. I'm, I'm done. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I that's am fine. done. That's fine. But hear me out. Uh, honestly, that scene was from the first riddle that Batman got. Right? That's when he went. That's when he went to go give that paper to the Joker. Right? The red one. Right? If, if you if you put Joker at that part in the movie where they're just beginning to solve riddles, he. Anything Riddler did from that point forward means nothing to anybody in the theater. Nothing. Nobody cares until he blows up the wall and floods Gotham. Nobody, nobody gives, nobody gives a shit about what Riddler does the rest of the movie. All anyone leaves that movie thinking is, oh, so you know, Batman kind of lost, but like we got a Joker thing coming up next. Now you don't have that. Now you're still speaking about Riddler to an extent and how he's a psychopath. All right, but uh, what you got? We can hear you. Oh, good. Here we go. At first, I was like, "Yo, this movie was okay." Then I saw this scene. Now I feel like that movie is trash. <laughs> All right, like straight trap. Put it in the garbage. <laughs> Pull it out of the theaters right now. Oh. Burn it. And don't show it to nobody else. All right? Here's how I'm mad about it, right? I, I am a Joker fan. That's that's my guy. If I have to pick a villain, it's him. He's it. Aaron touched on it. How are you in jail already? It's a valid question. Why? Are you telling me? See, now I'm, I'm with everybody else. You going to tell me that Green Day caught you, you. Green Day. Green Day caught you. It locked you up. You mean to tell me that you wasted his greatest enemy on this little I am vengeance interaction? <laughs> like the Joker's way more than that, and you wasted him on this, and then you had the nerve. To cut it and then show it. You cut it and then you show it? Yeah, you're trash. You're trash. All right? 
if you wanted to run with that type of joker, and I'm not gonna lie, when I was yeah, listening to him talk, he was giving me those Heath Ledger type vibes, that whisper talk that he was doing with the, with, you know, with the real breath. I was like, all right, okay, he's okay. But as I kept watching it, I just kept getting angry and angry. And like, what's he you, you gave me garbage bag Riddler, man. That's who you gave me. You gave me garbage bag Riddler, and you was hiding this type of Joker. I would have rather you just come with that straight away. Straight away. But no. <laughs> no. That man to him for help. Get joked on. And left. And then you cut it. His dialogue was sick. I loved it. For sure. But I hate it because it just made me hate the rest of this movie. <laughs> I can't believe you guys are so mad that the scene didn't make the movie. It would have. You could have you, you you, you left after that scene. Literally. You would have walked out of the theater after that scene. And been like, okay, there's another, ba- there's, there's another Batman scene. movie coming with this Joker in it. And been like, okay. Yeah, because think yeah. back if, if Christopher Nolan, the Christopher Nolan trilogy, think back if the Heath Ledger movie would have came out before the Batman Begins and the Rajah Ghoul, we'd have been feeling that, having that same conversation. Because they did that movie right. No. Yeah. No, it's not about doing it right. We all knew what was coming because of Heath Ledger's performance, playing a Joker. People wasn't on Heath Ledger being a Joker at first. Remember that. At all, I was. Nobody was on Heath Ledger when nope, they first announced all. it. People was like, "No, Heath Ledger, no." I was, I was in for it. I was no, a lot, in a for lot. it. But you were few. You were very few because a lot of people you were wasn't. In a minority. <laughs> you were in a minority. A lot of people didn't like Heath Ledger, but when he showed what he was able to do, that leveled that character up the same way Jack Nicholson leveled that character for the masses back in the day, and then Heath Ledger took it that much more. So now we know what to get, what we're getting when we get the Joker. Now, as an audience, we're waiting. When we see a Batman movie, we're waiting for the Joker to come. Right. Right. You know, so no character, no villain is ever going to match up to the level of the Joker. We had Two-Face in, in Dark Knight. Nobody even talks about him. He did a good job, too. But nobody, talk, but nobody talks about. Yeah, I think he did a great job. But nobody talks about. It. They talk about the Joker. Exactly, because it was Heath Ledger had the most memorable scenes. Yeah, you you can't put you can't put any other villain in a in a in, in a in a in a film with the Joker. Like no one's going to shine. The Joker not going to shine. He's the main not. draw. Like yeah, if you if you put Two Face and maybe Penguin together, all right, I can see that. Put in Black Mask, yeah, I can see that. <clears throat> but Joker is all by himself. To Abel's all point. To Abel's point, Bane. Okay. Yeah. Bane. Yeah. Bane. Yeah. But here's the I issue. Mean, Bane. Bane beats up Green Day ten times out of ten. Of course, ten times out of ten. <laughs> well, not the Bane from Batman and Robin. Not the Bane from Batman and Robin. Not, not the Bane from Batman and Robin, but the one with Christian oh, no, Bale. No, 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 if you do him up against Green Day, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's dead. Ten up seconds into the movie, Batman. he's dead. He's rolled. Yeah, he, he beats him oh, up listen. and takes his bat money. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> he takes the Dodge Charger for family and then drives it into <laughs> the mean, sunset. <laughs> I, I'm just... Look. <laughs> 
they wasted that. They wasted that scene, and 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 I think they could they should have they should have brought him first. They, they he, if he came first, movie. I think I'd have been a lot happier. Or they, don't show him at all. They, they wasted the whole movie, and 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 you know, <laughs> the the what, what what infuriates me the most is that um, they really didn't do the Riddler proper justice. They made him a serial killer, which I think is like, listen, all of Batman's you know nemesis are serial killers if you really want to get down to it the right. real does not react like that he does not plan like that his strategy is not in that way if they had a bunch of riddles all through the movie um you know one clue leading to another clue then that's more his style he's not a physical character he's not somebody's gonna hide in a room and then chop somebody's head off with a hammer and all that kind of stuff. it's just not his character there are other characters that they could have put in the room who would they could have gave that to Harley. Harley could have been that character. And and you, it would have been believable. But that's not the Riddler. And then so you wasted a script. You know, you didn't want to do the Joker, but you probably should have done the Joker because whoever that actor was that was playing the Joker, he would have really made your movie. That's a little dude from Eternal. Yeah. They they did they, they did tease Joker though they teased him in the cell talking to Riddler. Yeah, but yeah, I would have rather movie. that than yeah. what they deleted and then like you know. Yeah. So, 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 in, so in your so in your mind, honestly, I I don't mean to keep I don't want to you know beat a dead horse here, but like they should have just never posted this deleted scene ever. Sure. They shouldn't should have put this on the DVD. Okay. Yeah, that should have been on the DVD straight to no, DVD. It shouldn't have been. It okay. shouldn't have been. But I've been I pissed can, off I, if I, I bought that DVD. I can see that point. Okay, I get it. Because if they if they if they want to keep sucking money out of you like DC wants to do, they would have said, "Oh, we got a Joker scene in the in the DVD. The only way you could get it is in the DVD." <laughs> True. Now, yeah, how many then, people would have bought that? Yeah, but then DC would have been called. You know, you're all about the money. You don't really care about the movie. I mean, we know that it, to be the truth anyway. I, so. I, I mean, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I hear you. All right. The last topic of the day. Oh, wait. Shots up, gentlemen. For the last topic. All right. The last topic of the night is Spider-Man No Way Home. Your thoughts, what you think of a movie, and what do you think about going forward? Who wants to take it first? Uh, wow. I thought it was dope. I I, I thought it, I thought it was dope. Um, a good story, good bridge story, good hub for the for the you know for the multiverse. Um, sets up probably the next thirty Marvel movies that you're going to watch. Um, characters appeared that you never expected to see again, which is great um and and seeing all of the spider-men together i think was just a treat for me in this movie to see them all like i didn't realize that um how was it is it tom holland's spider-man who's spider-man well, they, they were talking about the fact that his came out of his arm he didn't have to make the little gadget toby toby <laughs> toby i i i think that's dope you got to get them and they get to like compare their powers and all that. I think that's just dope. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Okay. All right. Who's up next? Uh, 
Well, I'll I'll go. Um, I'll I'll tell you as a Spider-Man fan, and he's one probably one of my top favorite uh, superheroes of all time, and um, he's like maybe I don't know my top five, you know. Um, and I have to say they really did a great job with the story. I've always been a, a you know Tobey Maguire is what I grew up with. The Andrew Garfield films um, didn't really didn't really do him justice. You know, um, I think that he did a good Spider-Man and Emma, Emma Stone did a great Gwen. But as far as a movie is concerned, you know, he, he really got the short end of the stick. Tom Holland, I liked him from the door. As soon as he, soon as he showed up in, uh, when they said Queens in Civil War, I was like, yeah. I was all in. I was all in. And, Justice uh, for Andrew. And yeah, it's a- <laughs> Justice for Andrew. <laughs> yes. I hope he gets to fight his alien. Uh, 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 yeah 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 it was it was interesting because it, you know you got uh every generation um it was like a, a spider-man celebration film you know everybody that who whoever grew up with their particular spider-man um they got to see their spider-man again and 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 just get the chance to see these guys interact and and share their um stories and their grief which i thought was really powerful as well uh, I thought that it was um, and just fun. I think it was fun. <clears throat> it was also had some some really cool elements um, with all the villains, you know, coming back. Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Jamie Foxx's um, Electro, and Sandman, and all these guys coming back. I just thought that it was just it was like the Sinister Six, Spider Verse film. Sinister Five. Yeah, yeah. So I loved it, man. I'm I'm ready for what's the what's to come next because it's going to be interesting to see because nobody remembers who he is. They know there's a Spider-Man, but no one knows who. And uh, you know, obviously he lost his aunt, so it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. And there's a little bit of the symbiote left, so just just a little bit, just a teensy teensy drop. I just want to put on some comments here. As per Abel, Mysterio was right. And from the two-minute warning, Mysterio was family. For family. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it was family, yes. Yeah. All right, what you got, uh, uh, Wendell? All right. So I'm going to say I thoroughly, thoroughly love this film through and through. Um, I had a chance to watch it again last night, and, man, it still does not disappoint. Um, For me... Because I, you know, everybody here, we all watched all Spider-Mans as they came out, but I enjoyed, um, you know, you know, much to um, much to Charles's point, like we got to see their grief. Like I was happy to hear, you know, Garfield talk about how he stopped pulling his punches, which meant that he went out there and started busting dudes down. Mm-hmm. Like that made my Spider-Man real. <laughs> yeah. All right. True. Garfield did not get a fair shake, but he was a great great Spider-Man. Um, I think Toby was a great Parker. I think Tom is like a great Peter and Spider-Man. Like, he works it out yeah. on both sides. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was phenomenal to watch. It was great coming around. Like, you know, everybody got three movies except for Garfield, so I hope something's in the works for that man because he deserves that. And I want it to be this current Garfield, this current Spider-Man, like the oldest Spider-Man who was able to get his save 
you know, maybe do some flashbacks to when he was, you know, really breaking dudes up, but I really want to see his, his story progress. And yeah, I hope he gets to fight his alien. I hope it's event. <laughs> um, hey, can we, can we talk about like, you know, going forward? You know, at the end of the movie, when the, when the, when the, when the sky breaks open, I was able to like really pause and take a look. You know, I saw my man Craven. I saw old school. Uh, Scorpion in there, Rhino, all those little blue dots, those are, those are people. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know, y'all are teasing something real, real fierce. <laughs> and like, I mean, and it didn't look like no Rhino in the, in the mechanical suit. That looked like a real Rhino. So if they go that way, I'm I'm all for it, man. I'll always be down for Spider-Man. Um, that's my dude. And like my man Electro said, there gotta be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. <laughs> and that's I think we even cast it in movie. Movie. All right, all right. <laughs> but, uh, live action Miles. Yeah, let me get some live action Miles. Let's go. Live Let's get Miles and get a play Miles. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I, I just po- I just want to point out Astro Law's comment. Uh, the Electro fight scene was amazing with the little effects. Um, Mar- Marvel's great with the CGI. I actually think. If I remember back correctly, when he fought Garfield for the first time, I also think they did a good job even back then with that CGI and that scene with the like in Manhattan with the stairs and the the currents running through the, the yeah. you know the I actually think they did a good job then too, but this one was actually that like the way that they made it look with the CGI was outstanding. Yeah, it was honestly. it was paying homage to the electro that we that, you know that, that everybody grew up reading. You know what I'm saying? It always happened right when he was getting ready to shoot somebody. Like it was, yeah. I love, I love yeah. Yeah. that movie. Hands down, top five, man, top five. What? Top five Marvel movie. Yes, don't right. don't at right. me. All right, all right. <laughs> Chase, what you got? Oh wait, who who went first? Chase went first. Went first. Went first. Oh, Aaron, you up? You, you want me to go? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> So, like Wendell just said, this is a top five Marvel movie. I don't care what anybody has to say about it. We'll go over that another time. Um, but, I, I mean, I know I've spoken to uh, Leo and Abel about how Marvel movies, what, you know, my takeaway from them. And for me, Marvel movies are always about moments. And this movie gave us so many moments. This was like the live action. Like, we got into the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales. This was the live action multi-spider-man movie that we wanted marvel did it justice honestly um i thought from the interaction with dr strange from the jump even though it was a little awkward i i got it like there was humor there it was you know i enjoyed that um daredevil's appearance in the movie by the way there's obviously we said already full spoilers i'm just running down stuff that jumped out to me daredevil's appearance off the jump crazy um we redeemed toby and andrew's um villains crazy crazy that they did that in this movie um the three spider-man pointing meme they did it in the movie justice um andrew catching mj and crying i'm sorry what 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 that's what we we that did was... this. You 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 wanted to you hurt me right here, Marvel. You hit me right here, <laughs> right here. You got me, bastards. <laughs> um, Aunt May's death, tragic. Yeah. 
Um, and then at the end, nobody remembering Spider-Man. Th this was this was such a well done movie. Honestly, the plot wasn't perfect. There were things in there you could nitpick about, but this movie for me, it did it such justice to see these three spot. Andrew Garfield finally got into a good Spider-Man movie. It, it, yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal. And I hope that they use them again in some capacity down the road. I hope Marvel has, but it doesn't have to be soon. It could be years from now. It doesn't matter. I just hope that they have plans on incorporating all three again, even in a small way would be great fan service. But again, Leo, I'll let you take it away. <laughs> okay. I thought the movie was, it was good. I'm going to give you that. It was good. But the things that I'm going to pick out is that it took Marvel to make a good Spider-Man movie. At me at that. True. <laughs> it took Marvel to make. It took Marvel to make an excellent, uh, excellent Marvel uh, uh, Spider-Man movie. And the fact that, like Marvel always does, is teases us. And it is opening up the door for a whole lot of Spider-Man, but. I don't think that if they don't redeem uh, Toby, is it Toby Maguire's? Andrew Garfield's. Andrew, Gar or Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man. It's for not. So if you I don't, agree. if you don't take this and run with it as Sony, because you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get no more Marvel superheroes into anything that Sony does. Until you give up Tom uh, Tom Holland mm -hmm. for the next couple of movies, and that's why I think that's what Marvel is playing chess, and Sony's playing checkers. Because sure. if if it's taking this, it's taking you this long to you only have I think Spider Man movies only cru crush a billion only twice or three times actually. Uh... Well, for I, that's what I'm thinking. They only crossed, I think, three times, and this is one of them. I'll look it up real quick. But any, but that being said, you needed all the superhero, all the villains that Marvel was begging you for to make this movie. Marvel had to be in the script writing to make this movie. And the reasons why you got all the scenes that you got is because Marvel was involved. Because if Sony would have done this movie, it would have been trash. They would have never been able to do the multiverse. Garbage. So, that being said, with the whole... It's a great movie. Yes, it is a fantastic movie. It's a lot. It ends a lot of stories. It ends a lot of questions that we had about Spider-Man. And I do love the fact that they did the meme. Because that meme has been around for God knows how long. Mm -hmm. Can't do it. <laughs> it is, it's about time. But the thing that is scaring me is that Marvel, it's not scaring me, but it's also, it, actually, it is scaring me because we're getting Morbius and it's under Sony. And the reviews already have been trashed. Yep. And, and, the, and they already trashed Venom 
in my eyes, they trash Venom. Yep. The best Spider-Man villain that's ever been out is Venom. Hands down. Do you do you think low-key Marvel? I I understand that the that everybody's you know that little piece of we already said that little piece of symbiote that got left behind. Do you think there's a chance that Marvel said you're not going to give us uh, Tom Hardy, so we're going to make our own, and it'll be better than yours? <laughs> Why you come up with such theories, my guy? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's total sense. I'm just, I, I, I doubt Sony. Sony probably wouldn't have given them that if they didn't know what their plan was for it. So, so I'm thinking. You're right. It's left in. It's left in the MCU. Right. It's left there. So technically, I, I mean, like I said, it, it could just attach to 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 um, Tom Holland, and then and then it's just Black Spider. You know, Black Suit Spider Man again, which is so. Just you know, to answer fun. Leo's question real quick. I don't know what you had gotten, but I got Spider-Man Far From Home have 1.1 billion. Right. And uh, No Way Home is at 1.2 billion and climate still. Right. Okay. Those are the top two grossing Spider-Man movies. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they only have two top grossing Spider-Man movies, and it's been with Tom Holland, which who elevated Tom Holland? Marvel. So, justice so, for Andrew Garfield. We need, ju- <laughs> we definitely need justice for him because he got the short end of the stick of Spider Man. Everybody I'll, knows that. I'll say it. I want Andrew Garfield to fight Tom Har- to to fight Tom Hardy. I want him to fight him. I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't have to be Tom Holland. I'll have Andrew Garfield fighting this this Venom. I don't care. No, but the problem is, it's gonna come out like shit. Well, if Sony does it, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> but at this point, what else are we going to get? We're just going to get some variant in Marvel that's not Venom. We're going to get something. Di- we're going to get Agent Venom. We're going to get something like that. Something stupid that is, that, is going to make all of us mad. The movie, the, the movie was so good. It was so good. It was done right. The, the CGI was done perfectly. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. And Electro... Can't say enough about Jamie Foxx in that role. I think they just let him go and say, "Go ahead, be you." Yeah, just do you. Yeah, because that the whole statement when he goes, he goes, "Oh, he said I thought you were black. It's got to be a black Spider-Man somewhere." That was the whole movie for me. Was yeah, like, dude. Definitely didn't expect that line, and then that was the whole movie for me. What and then you what, have what, what? What about William Defoe? Ah, William Defoe was nuts in this movie. What? When is, when is William <laughs> ever not good? Ever? Yo, he yeah, was. But he, he, yeah. he. I, I didn't expect. I mean, not that I, I shouldn't say I didn't expect him to be that good, but I didn't expect that performance, that level of performance from him in this movie. Yeah, I'm not going front. It was like, it was like he did the first Spider-Man with Toby, and then like he just did like Spider-Man Two. Like this is his. This right. is a continuation right. of that. Of that yeah. role, like right, I was right, like, right. "Wow, like exactly. you ain't drop up exactly. He he beat the brakes off Tom Holland, <laughs> Spider Man. He beat the he beat the brakes off, dude. Say say it what it is. He beat Yo, his ass. <laughs> my man was WWE in him, like yeah, flexes and power bombs. I was his like, ass. 
I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but nah, he um, actually is funny. William Defoe actually lobbied to do that movie, the, do the Spider-Man movie at the time when comic book movies wasn't, you know, they thought wow, it, really? was, it, was, it was like, yeah, he was like, he wanted to do it and he wanted to do his own stunts. He was like worked out for that role and everything. So he wanted to really bring it when he did that character, the Green Goblin. And uh, I always tell people, man, people front on the Green Goblin, man. I mean, I know people love Venom, but I've always been a Green Goblin, Hobgoblin fan. And because it's personal, it's it's very personal because he's connected family, friend, best friend, father, you know, and that type of, you know, kind of he kind of took on the sort of like that father figure after Uncle Ben died. So it's all connected. And I think that it just, you know, calls back to that whole uh, uh, emotional ride. You know, every time it's like a nightmare, you know, just to see the Green Goblin's face is like a nightmare to Peter. So I thought that uh, William Defoe, man, because he beat um, Tobey Maguire, like in that se- the last sequence of Spider-Man 1 when he was mm-hmm. fighting in the church. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. he was like, can Spider-Man come out and play? You know, like he was, yeah. <laughs> he was sick. William Defoe was sick, so I yeah. I I knew he was gonna like when he was he brought uh, it. he brought this. I, brought I was it. like wow, and to, and and Tom Holland was he's still learning again right. as a Spider Man, even though he's fought aliens, but still that was with the Avengers. This Spider Man didn't fought the Goblin by himself. He had no no Avengers, you know. We- he thought Avengers was a band. I just want to I just want to put out a couple of comments here. Uh, Abel Abel dropped in the comments and said, "When do we meet MCU Osborne? Do uh, do they do Dark Avengers?" That would be dope. I think that Oof. would be great if they did Dark Avengers. Oof. Uh, the two minute warning says hashtag Justice for Andrew, and um, <laughs> we all we all agree. Justice for Andrew. Sending. Let him fight the alien, please. <laughs> Abel also said Zendada. I think he met Zendaya, so I'm assuming he—that's a passion statement from Abel, probably. Passion alert. And then uh, he also said, uh, "GG always for family." Oh, so. <laughs> Look, dude, the last bit of this movie for me, like, and a lot of people were like, "Why is he wearing the blue and red suit?" Hmm, that's hmm, because hmm. my man is on his own now. It's a rebirth. It is a rebirth. Like it's a rebirth. I mean, yo, I've read some spots like, you know, he was getting a lot of flack for um being like Tony Stark's protege, right? Like everything was handed to him. So, you know what I'm saying? He started out with a hot suit that was all technologically advanced and you know, then he got the iron spider suit and yada yada yada, you know, you know what I'm saying? He had all these handouts and when, you know, he um I think it's like, you know, he did that whole, you know, forget me thing. And after being with the other two Spider-Men, he was like, yo, I mean, I'm sure there's other conversations that took place that we didn't get to see. But I, I really think it humbled him up. And that's why he was able to make that choice in the end. You know, sold his own suit together, you know, and then went out there. And I don't know if anybody knows, but he was swinging through Rockefeller Center. You know, same spot that Hawkeye ends up messing up later on. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know how close this was going on, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yo, I mean, I respect that he went back to the classic blue and red. Classic blue and red. 
I and agree. He, you know what I'm saying? I, I need to see him in his progression in that. I, I think I think everybody here is I'll, I'll say optimistic, but cautiously optimistic about the direction yeah. of Tom Tom Holland's Spider Man. Like I think they could do a lot of good things with it, but it's gonna be a t- like we gotta hear who the next villain's gonna be, and then I think it'll we'll 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 know a lot more. You know what I mean? Right. And also it's just hitting on the point that the little bit of Venom stayed behind and Venom is still in the MCU. Did Venom stay in the MCU in Tom Holland's MCU, right? Yeah. Well the the sim the, the, the little piece. Tom Holland's MCU is our MCU. Right. So if he stayed there, that's the that's most likely going to be this, the next movie. And also, if it's done by Sony, I no. But Holland Holland got a three picture deal with Marvel, right? Three more films. No, so. they haven't signed that yet. I thought it was signed oh. already. Uh uh-uh. uh. I was pretty sure out. it was signed. Really? I thought they were working out the money. I thought I thought it was already done. Honestly, I say pay the man. Let's go. There's no way you you can't you can't end you can't end it like this and then bring them back to Sony. You can't do I mean, that. But the, that's the problem. See, Sony <laughs> knows that they're not gonna ever see good bread if they don't continue this team up with Marvel. Right. They know that. Sony, they have to know that. Sony, this is your bread and butter. <laughs> just just do this. We'll all yeah, be happy. That, right? you, you don't you don't have to make another movie. Just, don't just make do another this. movie. Just do this. Yeah. We'll just make the happy. game for us. <laughs> just make us the game. Now, we also have... Uh, I'm not going to bring up the Morbius movie. I just... No. I'm not. I'm not no. bringing it up. No. But the predictions have been bad. I want to see it for myself. I'm, I'm going to give Sony the benefit of the doubt. But what if they the, mess what, up this movie... What did I say in the news? What did I say in the rumor mill? If Sony messes up this film, shit, I'll say it. If Sony fucks up this film, I'm done. You don't get any more money from me. Ever. Never. Don't do it. It better be good. Does that mean you'll give a place to the PS5? No, I'm going to, I'll buy your games. But you're not getting any more movie money from me ever. I gotta be, gotta be, gotta be specific now. No, specific. no, no. Listen, this is a PlayStation Five. It's not going anywhere, <laughs> right? But you'll never get another dollar from me for movies again. Ever. There you go. You will never get a dollar from me for movies again if you if you mess up Morbius. There's no way. Because this is leading. This this will help out the MCU so much, and I'm just like, all the predictions that we had with him and Blade and all this other stuff. It doesn't That's work cool. if this movie is trash. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I do not. But gentlemen, this will be the end of our show. Everyone, welcome to Man Cave 101. And this is the end of the show. So we normally I normally ended up with a little quote. And I'm gonna keep it in the same one as last week. Uh don't hustle for your first name, always hustle for your last. That's it. We're out. Have a good night. Thank you for for kicking it with us, guys. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, guys. This is great.